Welcome to A Social Disease, a podcast for recapping and relating to Degrassi Junior High. I'm your host, Jesse Mack. And I'm Carly Jo Gear, also a host. This show is not for kids, as we have frank discussions about sex, drugs, and violence. Listener discretion advised. Welcome back, everyone. Hello. How's it going? It's going good. Uh, kitties are getting to know each other. Still not not friends yet. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I'm confident that, <laughs> give it another month, Lisa <laughs> Left Eye Lopez is in the room with me. She's walking around, sniffing around. Yeah. Nikki, you know, she's the one that's the jerk. And every time Lisa tries to, like, leave the room, the because I'm in, like, an office, mm-hmm. every time she <laughs> tries to leave the room, Nikki comes barreling in and herds her back into her spot. <laughs> oh, she's playing with the ball. I'm sorry. I just saw her playing with the ball. And she started recently becoming very chatty, Lisa. Like, when we <laughs> leave the room, she's, it's honestly the cutest thing. She's just like, meow. Oh, yeah. Meow. Meow. Like, yeah, literally over and over again, just these tiny little little baby meows. And oh she'll just God. be like sitting in the doorway. Like she won't, there's like a line and she won't cross it, but she'll be in the doorway like staring out, you know. Mm-hmm. And then we come in and we're like, hey, what's up? And then she's like, okay, I'm good. Thanks for, <laughs> thanks for coming. Our little kitty has a crazy meow. She's like, wow. Well, yeah, I mean, loud. Like, Nikki is so goddamn vocal. Like literally she can't even jump on the bed with that like even when she jumps on something she's like like she literally (laughs) makes that sound when jumping she uh yeah like she just announces herself and we were kind of speculating that the reason why maybe lisa is doing this cute little thing is that like i don't uh, that maybe she's announcing herself yeah because it seems to be like whenever she's moving she's like all right other cat (laughs) i'm moving (laughs) if you're gonna come in here like Come on now. Right. Because I don't, I really truly don't necessarily know why she'd be doing it, but it's very cute. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I'm just glad she's exploring a little more in the room and hopefully we'll, uh, you know, keep, keep getting more comfy here. Anything else going on? Not am I. I watched a lot of Riverdale. <laughs> yeah. Um, are you caught up on that? No, I watched the first season and then I didn't keep going and then I would have to watch the whole first season again if I wanted to go back to it. That's exactly what happened to me. I think I watched the first like one and a half or two seasons and so I started a rewatch and man, let me tell you, you thought the first season was insane it just gets more and more insane yeah yeah every time it would like get the you know the stakes would get raised one more time archie (laughs) would get punched in the face one more time they'd almost die several other people in town died like it's just yeah it's every every plot point you're just like this is insane. These people have serious <laughs> trauma. They shouldn't be okay yeah. in any way. Like the amount of <laughs> deaths they have seen in their town and like, yeah, it just, it's It'll just. It'll catch up with them. Well, and probably in places that we won't see it. Yeah. So I caught up all the way to the current season and it was funny because when I Googled, I was like, 
is there another season of Riverdale? Like, I didn't know how many there was because there's four on Netflix. Mm -hmm. And when I Googled it, it was like the fifth season premieres January 20th. And it was January 20th. Ooh, yeah, it was January timing. 20th when I searched that. And I was like, whoa, <laughs> whoa. Yeah. So I've, yeah. So I've watched the first episode of season five and then I was very upset. And Eric was like, well, just watch the next episode. And I was like, I can't. Exactly. Caught up. That's the worst thing about catching up. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, it's awful. I'm like, uh, anyways. Honestly, I've been binging The Expanse. Mm. And holy shit, I'm obsessed. I haven't even heard of it. <laughs> it's it's a show about, it's set like way in the future where they've colonized Mars and they've also colonized the belt. Uh, uh Orion's belt? I don't know what where the belt is. Oh, okay. It's just like a series of like, I don't know, meteors or some, okay. some shit All that right. they're just, they've colonized it. They call it the belt. I don't actually fucking know. Okay. But they also have like, you know, they're stationed on different planets and, you know, doing different, like there's a moon of like Venus or Jupiter or something that they're like growing food on, you know, like they're, they're just colonizing space nice or they have done that <laughs> wait oh, wait hold on i'm sorry i said nice but it is you use the word colonizing and mm -hmm. i should not say nice <laughs> in this case they're not <laughs> displacing anybody so i think it's okay version of colonizing okay that we know of <laughs> listen that we know of jesse we don't know what's on other planets you know well so this is the thing they there winds up being this weird alien substance that's just taking over and there's all these conspiracies like there's Ooh. this rich guy trying to experiment on humans and oh, like fucking course rich people yeah <laughs> god and it centers around like certain politicians and this team of it's a team in space that are flying around and getting into trouble trying to contain this thing this substance and it's what it's a similar kind of show where it's just like Oh my God, how are they getting into this much shit? Mm -hmm. It's like anything that can go wrong will go wrong. Oh, it's yeah. a, if they just communicated with X planet, they could figure it out. Like it's that type of show. Mm -hmm. And they leave every episode on a serious cliffhanger. So I'm just like, fuck, I got to watch again. I got to watch again. I'm up till 8 a.m. watching this fucking show. I got to say, <laughs> I mean, I definitely love, I love shows like that. Mm -hmm. And, they're hard to find. Yeah, no, exactly. And I always compare it to uh, Oedipus mm -hmm. in this kind of a strange reach. But like Oedipus is the play that when you read it, you're like, just fucking stop, Oedipus. Yeah. Like, you're, yeah, you're going to kill your dad and marry your mom. And that's your fate. And it's going to happen. So sorry, bud. Mm -hmm. And you're like, oh, you just came upon somebody and killed him? Oh, also, sorry for the spoiler alerts on Oedipus. I know. I know <laughs> a lot of you are like, oh, it just came out. Like, I haven't read it yet. <laughs> I didn't read it in high school or anything. Right, no. right. No. I, oh, my God. I read it so many times, like, for, for acting school, like, literally any any theater history class. They were like, well, we have to go with the Greeks. And yeah. here's Oedipus. And you're like, I've read this a million times. But it, literally every time I read it, I'm like, oh, stop it, Oedipus. Mm -hmm. Sit your ass down. <laughs> like, maybe you wouldn't be in this situation. Well, I've been, like, live tweeting it sometimes. Like, and... I'm most of my tweets are just like, what the fuck? Just talk to each other. God damn it. Like, <laughs> just getting mad. Communication, people. Communication. <laughs> but I really freaking love it. I'm already on, I'm already near the end of season three. Oh. There's five seasons out. Wow. I'd never even heard of it. That's crazy. 
Yeah, well, I heard about it because people were talking about Elon Musk is talking about oh, colonizing Mars and right. basically signing people up for indentured servitude to come colonize Mars. And a bunch of people were like, that's like the plot of The Expanse. And I was like, oh, okay. Oh. And I was like, I'll try that. I need like a show to get into. Mm-hmm. I watched the first episode. I was like, meh. I watched the second episode and then I like, watched probably three or four episodes in one night and then it just snowballed from there to the point where I like I'm like I'll go to sleep after this one huge cliffhanger I'll go to sleep after this one yeah it's what because that's I mean that's how Riverdale is too you know (laughs) it is like every episode and it's like how did like damn good job writers I mean Mm -hmm. yeah I guess it's kind of it's kind of the same thing over and over again you're like somebody's murdering somebody and they gotta figure out who it is but gosh (laughs) OG is every episode like Oh, what's going to happen? I got to know. <laughs> In this one, I mean, they're getting way out there. I don't want to spoil it because I it's worth watching. Okay. What's it on? It's on Prime. I'm not sure if it's anywhere else, but it's definitely on Prime. And I feel like Prime, like it started on the Sci-Fi channel. Okay. And then I think Prime picked it up to continue it. But I'm pretty sure it's supposed to stop after season six, which I'm like, fuck, one season left that hasn't aired yet. But God damn it. <laughs> yeah, right. That's the worst. Yeah. Well, OK, I have to confirm. Is Grassy Junior High on Amazon Prime? No. It's not. OK. I thought somebody said it was. I don't know. It maybe was. At one it, point. It pops up. You you can see it. Interesting. But it's, it's but cost money. But then you money. click it. No, it, you can't even buy it. You click it and it won't go anywhere. It says not available. I got to say, I mean, I've been watching it on YouTube because it is available there. Yeah. A lot of commercials. Mm-hmm. Granted, you can skip them. That's what, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they generally are like uh, after five seconds you can skip. And I will say, though, for as a, you know, since we're taking notes while watching the episodes, it kind of does give me a moment to catch up yes. with what I'm writing. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, okay. This kind of weirdly works. Mm-hmm. But it's, what's jarring about it is that you're like, this is a 23 minute episode. Mm-hmm. And like, I feel like if you watch a 23 minute regular YouTube video, yes, they'll probably throw one or two commercials in there. But I'm like, how did this end up with like a commercial every like two and a half minutes? I'm yes. like, what is going on? So I just looked up, I was like, maybe Degrassi High is on there, but it's not. It, it is listed as a show, but mm-hmm. it says video currently unavailable. So okay, well. it definitely tricked me. I kept clicking the episode and being like, what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> and then it just, I realized it wasn't available. But well, yeah, YouTube, as far as I know, is the only place. Well, Jesse, I mean, I got to say, we've uh, we conf- we've confused a lot of boomers, I think, <laughs> with uh, you you posting our Bernie Sanders memes in the Degrassi Junior High groups that we're in on Facebook. <laughs> what does this have to do? What does Bernie Sanders <laughs> have to do with Degrassi Junior High? <laughs> America, can't everything not be about politics? <laughs> I was like, oh boy. I was like, this literally had nothing to do with politics. There just happens to be a politician. Right. Um, so but- I made, I also was making, the Bernie Sanders meme came up and I went buck wild and I'm fucking making memes about I had so many ideas like brainstormed one night but it was like really late and I'm like fuck I can't do these so the next day I didn't have anything to do so I just you were like made memes all day long and I made a couple for Vanderpump Rules I saw I saw and fucking Tom Sandoval 
calling you out. If you're listening, <laughs> and we know you're listening because you know we've got... We know you love Degrassi. <laughs> and we know that he knows that we got comedy gold over here. And he's like, I got to go ahead and listen to these girls because clearly they're producing amazing content. Yeah. He's writing it down, Jesse. <laughs> but so Tom Sandoval, for those who don't watch it, he's a guy on the show Vanderpump Rules. I tagged it Pump Rules, the hashtag, and then he found it and reposted it, but didn't give me credit. Yeah. And so I've done, he, him and, and his girlfriend, Ariana, have acknowledged me a couple times on social media for things I did. What? One was, it was actually a year ago, the next day after I made this meme, mm-hmm. that I made a mashup video of the song Photograph by Nickelback and him playing trumpet from the show really badly. <laughs> And he saw it and he was like, oh my God, I love this. I think I love you. And reposted it and retweeted it. Yeah. But because he retweeted it, I got credit, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. So a couple Halloweens ago, I dressed up like Tom Sandoval in drag. That's right. And I post, because there's an episode where he dresses in drag and it's hilarious. So I did that as a costume. And Ariana saw it. Because I posted it to Twitter and she she retweeted me. So I've mm-hmm. gotten the, you know, call outs from them a couple times. They know you exist. I mean, they must at this point. <laughs> I don't think they put two and two together. Should we write the, should we write a cease and assist? <laughs> so wait, so I'm sorry, cease and desist, right? That's how you say it. Not cease and assist. Yeah. <laughs> but so anyways, he took my picture, posted it on his Instagram, didn't give me credit. Wound up getting 15,000 likes. What the fuck? Hundreds of comments. And I was like, hey, hook me up with some credit, like at me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he didn't see it. And I'm just reading hundreds of comments with people basically giving him credit for it. And I'm like, bitch, you think that Tom Sandoval is sitting there on Photoshop right now? No. No. This was me. No. You're like, like, I've got the time, not Tom Sandoval. <laughs> right? No, he probably has the time. What the fuck's he doing right now? Right. But he, I doubt he knows Photoshop. Probably not. So, and like, this was a very intense Photoshop job because I had to Photoshop an entire lifeguard out of this picture and replace it with Bernie Sanders. That's right. <laughs> That's such a ridiculous sentence to say. <laughs> Photoshop a lifeguard and replace it with Bernie Sanders. If I had a nickel, you know. <laughs> but I also like, and I also did, the lifeguard was holding this like, you know, one of those things that they float on to get out to you or whatever. A life preserver? Or Not no, a well, preserver, I, yeah. but this long thing. It's like a little, uh, almost like a boogie board, but it's yeah. not, I don't think they'd call it a boogie board. And the lifeguard was holding it, and I actually isolated that and put it in Bernie's hands. Like, this was an intense shop job, right? Right. And <laughs> I'm just picturing you, like, sweating as you're, like, meticulously putting the boogie board in like, Bernie's hands, in his mittened hands. I was like, what's his name on Animal Crossing? The The... The airport little pelican guy. I'm like him, how he types on the computer. He's just sweating his ass off for oh, some reason. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sweat is flying all over the place. He's like, oh, my God, I got to find this this woman of flight. Like, <laughs> she's going to be pissed if I can't find it via online play. <laughs> He's just really out of shape. The typing makes him sweat so much. Like, <laughs> right. But anyway, so... So I mentioned in one of my Facebook groups about Vanderpump Rules, like, he didn't give me credit. What the fuck? And a bunch of people went on to the post and were like, Tom, give her credit. Give her credit. Yes. And then someone was like, 
tag Ariana. She she'll see it. And they did, and she saw it, and eventually I got credit. Fuck yeah. But it was after everyone already saw it. Like, right. it was too late. And it, yeah. Like, a couple people wound up going to my account from there and liking some of my stuff, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it definitely would have had a bigger impact had he tagged me right away. Damn. But I'm like, but it, but at the end of the day, 15,000 people liked a meme I made, so I'm like, that's pretty sweet. I mean, <laughs> I've, only, I've only done it, like, you know once Mm -hmm. i bet you when it pops up again like a year from now it'll be like this content is not available (laughs) because it will have gotten taken down since i just you know recorded my tv of an episode of raw from like 1998 right yeah that'll probably be gone but you know what the glory remains i know what i did (laughs) but yeah so i've just been memeing up a storm granted most of them did not get much attention However, our Degrassi memes have been blowing up on Facebook. Hell yeah. Because I keep posting them to our Facebook page and then sharing from our Facebook page so that people see our Facebook page. Mm-hmm. And we had something. You're smart. What, what do we have? 8,000 8, post reaches this month. I'll take it. Which is pretty sweet, even though, like, and we definitely got an upswing in listeners, but not like a huge one. But, you know, that's the start. So we're just going to meme away from here on out. That's right. Hello, new (laughs) listeners. Get ready for a dumpster fire. Right. (laughs) But yeah, so I put Bernie in like several pictures from Degrassi. You can see him on our Instagram. And then the one that I did before that that got so many views was Alex punching Amy with a twisted tea can. Oh, fuck. Yeah, that was so good. <laughs> that one got a lot of engagements, but that was good. So we've officially decided that memeing is very important. I actually like went back in our Instagram and was like, we used to make a lot of memes when we first started, like a right. lot of memes, yeah, more than yeah, I remember yeah. making. And then we just didn't for a while. I don't know what happened, but yeah, you know, I'll get back on the memeing. I've learned a lot more Photoshop skills from the class I took. So, you know. There we go. (laughs) I haven't learned any, but I'm here. I'm ready to go. I'm going to send you some tutorials. Thank you. (laughs) So anyways, yeah, that that was the big thing. I've been memeing up a storm. And so, yeah, that was my big week. Big old week. Big old week. Big old week. I never got to Walmart to smell some bod. Um. Fuck. I mean, I didn't either. Although I would, you know what? I was thinking I need to go to Walmart, unfortunately, because I want to get some picture frames. So maybe I'll look for a little bod body spray. Yeah. I definitely, it's on my agenda, but I wasn't able to get myself to make a trip to Walmart. I know, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll see if I can find it and then uh, give myself a little spurts in the store. And mm-hmm. then when I'm, you know, I'll give you a little heads up on uh, if the ladies just start following me. Like, what is that <laughs> smell? It smells like six-pack abs in here. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't that just smell like sweat? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I was just thinking the other day about being a kid and like branching off from my mom and going to the perfume aisle and spraying every single perfume. Okay, that I didn't do that. <laughs> I would hide that all the time. For you know, for any of our young listeners, because they kind of did away with them like back in our day mm. at like, you know, the department stores, they had those circle racks that had clothes hanging on it and Mm. like I don't know about you but I love to like go inside of it you like push the clothing aside (laughs) and then you go in the middle and you push the clothing back and then you're hiding in the middle of a rack of clothing yeah 
That was always fun, yeah. Yeah, and you know what? They don't they don't have those anymore. And I would assume <laughs> it's all your it, fault. <laughs> well, it's probably because yeah, a bunch of children would disappear on their parents. Because yeah, my mom would just straight up walk away. Like she would just leave, and then I'd come out. Yeah. and I'd have to go to the front and be like, "Can you page my mom? I can't find her." I hated that. Yeah, and they'd be like, "What's her name? Penny." <laughs> so then she'd yeah she'd come on be like, "I was in the next aisle," and I'm like, "I couldn't find you. I don't know." Yeah, I, I those, did. Those were the days before cell phones, where you could just be like, "Hey, where are you?" I know. You right? had to go to the front and page your parents. Yo, you know what's like a interesting factoid that I read that I never thought about is that like that phrase of saying on the telephone where are you Mm -hmm. like that wasn't a thing what like 20-ish years ago because they were calling from their house phone you knew where they were calling from you know what I mean like (laughs) you wouldn't be like oh where are you I was like no because they're calling from their house so they're at their fucking house you know (laughs) I was just like whoa Mind blown. <laughs> but no, I totally, I used to love sp- smelling the perfume. So I'd spray a tiny bit like in a little patches down my arms. <laughs> I must have smelled like shit. <laughs> That's a reasonable way to do that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck was wrong with me. I would walk out of there just smelling bizarre. Like, yeah. I, you know, I I like got used to this and I yeah, wonder yeah. what people around me were like, what the fuck? I wonder what your mom was thinking when you got in the fucking car and then all of a sudden you're just like in an enclosed space. As far as I know, she didn't say anything. You know, like whatever. Maybe I moved on long enough to like Uh, have it air out a little bit. Yeah. It reminds me of a couple years ago with my old roommate. We were going to like some, I think it was like a 90s or 2000s party or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my God, I still have some Tommy Girl cologne from like <laughs> from middle school or high school or whatever. And he was like, yeah, let's spray it. And we both sprayed it on ourselves and we were like, oh, wow, this is definitely expired. Like, this is not good. <laughs> and now we smell like Tommy Girl ass. Like... Oh, no. Because what do you do? Yeah. Once you spray a perfume, you're just like, well, fuck me. I smell you like shit. Take a and, shower. Or- yeah. And, you know, ain't nobody got time for that. I really shower <laughs> as is. Like, I'm not taking an extra shower. Right. So I'm just going to smell like ass and we'll just call it a day. <laughs> I will tell you, COVID has made the smelling things thing very difficult nowadays. Oh, right. Like candles in stores and stuff. Like, I've been on the hunt for new, like, shampoos and body washes and stuff because mine just always sucked. Mm-hmm. And I, like, go to the store. I'm like, how do I smell this with a mask on? Like, do I lift up my mask? I was, yeah, yeah. You can't really. It's not really a good way. Yeah, like, so you just can't smell things anymore in the store. It's sad. I just try to sniff really <laughs> hard, and it doesn't It doesn't help. Like, no, yeah, it doesn't really help. So, yeah. But, yeah, so anyways... You want to get into the episode? You know I do. All right. We are talking about season one, episode three, The Experiment. Mmm. Zany. I need to experiment with more perfumes. Yep. Okay. (laughs) I think not, but okay. (laughs) Walk out smelling awesome. Amazing. (laughs) All right. All right. So... Yes, this episode opens up with Arthur entering the class, followed by DJ Radich. <laughs> I definitely wrote DJ Radich 
almost every time. Yeah, I can't help it. It's too late now. He's DJ Radich. It but is then I'm like, I don't know if it'll get annoying if we say it every time. I know. We'll, 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 we'll get over it. We'll get over it. It's fun for now. <laughs> Anyways, he's asking Arthur about his V fancy new watch. Mm. Uh, it can pick up time all over the world. <laughs> what does and that Mr. mean? I don't know. Because... <laughs> I, do, I, honest to God, I'm like, how did that work? Yeah. There's no, you're, it, like, I'm imagining it was one of those watches that had, like, a really teeny tiny ass keyboard, mm-hmm. and you're like, what's the point of this? But, like, it was cool technology. <laughs> I need to know what time it is in China. Yeah. Like, I, 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 I don't know. Because really, it's like, why, wh- how would it have the technology to do that, slash, you could you could figure out what time it was in China just by knowing the time difference, but whatever. I don't know. <laughs> it keeps track for you. But I feel like Arthur is a big enough brain to have that all in his in his head. Like true. But we will never know. <laughs> Radich wants to know if I can pick up the ball game on that thing. <laughs> He's got jokes. For some reason I don't see him as a sports fan. Mr. Radich? Yeah. Hmm. I'm trying to imagine like what what sport I could imagine him watching, but mm, cricket, cricket. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> He's just uh, a nerd. Like he is. Yeah. No, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe he does like cricket. <laughs> All right. Mr. Radich begins explaining the next assignment to the class as Arthur whispers to Yick, asking about the basketball tryouts that they're both jazzed about. Ooh. Mm. Mr. Radich calls out only Yick for mm. talking, even though Arthur started the conversation. He called him Yick You the Disorganized and <laughs> continues to talk down to him by asking how he can explain this so he will understand. Oh my God, it's so rude. It was so fucking rude. Like... Oh, I understand, like, you don't want people talking, but, like, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, how do I put this in layman's terms for you, you dum-dum? Like, it was, oh, my oh, God. It was, it was, like, you're a teacher. You're supposed to be encouraging these kids. Like, what the fuck, Mr. Radish? This is shitty. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely a huge dick. Yeah. So then he puts it into sports terms because apparently the Asian kid with glasses is clearly a dumb sports-focused jock. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. what's so odd about it is that you're like, this is an... God, that just reminds me of how I had to cut out four fucking minutes of the cat shitting last week. Nikki, go away. <laughs> Stop being a bitch. Why? That's going to be, that's a good sound clip, though. <laughs> Anyways. Anywho, yes. Mr. Radich continues with his class as Yick whispers under his breath that Mr. Radich is always picking on him. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I need to give a shout out. I don't remember what the guy's name was, but the person that on the Bernie Sanders meme <laughs> that was like, it wasn't even on ours. It was on, it was on one that like Joey Jeremiah uh, posted on the Degrassi like Palooza website or whatever. Yeah. And somebody was like, oh man. Somebody commented and was like, wake up in the morning feeling shy and lonely. Gee, I gotta go to inauguration. <laughs> and it just made me laugh so hard. I was like, oh damn, God. that's fire. So, I just thought about that since we were skipping over the uh, theme song. Arthur approaches Stephanie at her locker as she tries to brush him off saying she doesn't talk to grade sevens. Mm-hmm. But Arthur is all business. He needs the sneakers from their mom's house that he asked her to bring because he needs them for the basketball tryouts that afternoon. (laughs) 
Stephanie finds this laughable. You on the basketball <laughs> team, LOL. Before that was a thing. But Arthur in, insists that basketball is in his blood because their dad played. Yeah. <laughs> Save my blood. Right? Like, I'm imagining. Their dad probably sucks at basketball. Yeah. Like, he probably just he said, like, oh, I had a basketball hoop in my on my garage when I was a kid. And Arthur was like, that's it. Wow. My dad is Michael Jordan. Right. Of the Michael Jordan of Canada. I remember being being that age and thinking basketball was in my blood. I'm like, oh, right, because your dad did play. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. That's and true. I got my elementary school basketball team was, we just blew everyone out of the water. Like, I think we were undefeated or something like that. Oh, wow. And I even wound up getting picked for the All-Stars team of elementary school, which was crazy. <laughs> you could have been a basket. You could have been in the WNBA and you kept that from me. So here's the thing. I got to junior high and I missed the basketball tryout because I stayed home that day. Wow. <laughs> wow. And so I didn't even get a chance. But no, in, in high school and junior high, I just didn't have the ability to do many ac- extracurriculars on the basis that I didn't have good attendance. So, like, how can I, you know, Jet. do things if I have to be there? I just, I just <laughs> didn't realize that you, like, you know, you could have been a star, and mm-hmm. I didn't, I just didn't know. I mean, I wasn't amazing, but I was pretty good. But <laughs> and I just happened to be on a really good team too. Right. It just but I out. mean. Imagine had I taken that track in life. Wow. Basketball instead of like drama and chorus. I don't think we'd be here today. That would have been weird. I don't think we'd be here. I can't see it for myself. No, I certainly can't either. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm, you, you know what? You probably wouldn't have bangs. And who would you be without bangs? <laughs> I don't know if I would have lasted very long because I'm not like, it's just never been that important to me. Sports like... I just liked playing basketball. Okay. I didn't really care about sports otherwise. Right. So okay. I don't know if it ever would have panned out, but. Well, we'll never know. Basketball is in my blood. Right. Granted, I'm as bad as Arthur today. <laughs> yes. Yes. Same. Oh, 100% same. I've tried and I've failed miserably because I'm that far out of practice. <laughs> yeah. No, whenever I play basketball with the kids I babysit, <laughs> it's like, it's embarrassing. I'm mm-hmm. like, this is this is the sport, guys. Y'all are, you're all going to beat me in this. But like, <laughs> one thing's for sure, I got to warn you, if, you know, you want me to actually try and play, you got to recognize that I am built like a brick house. And if you bump into me, you'll probably fall down. Yes. So just keep that in mind as I am trying to dribble and, uh, you know, box you out. But uh, <laughs> just, you know. Play with caution, that's all. Yeah. There is a basketball hoop right around the corner. There's like a tiny little park, like really small. Maybe I should pick up the ball again. Yo, that would be low-key <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> you get out there every day at 6 a.m. because you haven't slept all night. You're just shooting hoops. Yeah. Everyone thinks you're like, wow, she's getting ready for something. <laughs> I mean, I do. She's going to be something. I do need to exercise more, so maybe this spring. Well, yeah. There you go. Something to think about. Anyways. <laughs> yes. Stephanie is over it. Don't talk to her anymore or you'll regret it, Arthur. <laughs> Joey and Wheels walk by and tell Artie Smarty that he hears his mother recalling him. So it wasn't even calling him. It was like, she's recalling you. And it was like. She's putting you back in the womb. I'm saying, Joey, like. He's mean. He's got him. He's not very nice. Yeah, definitely not. He's a he's a tiny little bully. And I, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like he's, he's a small dude. Yeah. And yet. 
He's got a big bark, so he's got little man complex. Yeah, probably dog complex. Probably. <laughs> but Arthur is looking pretty smart and prepared for all of his classes with his pen and pencil clipped to his shirt collar. Did you notice that? <laughs> no. I was like, he he does look smart. He's ready. Yeah. Like personally, that would make me nervous because I think in my mind I would be afraid that I, was, I would trip and then get stabbed in the chest. That's Ooh. what that's what I would yeah. immediately think. But I, no, Arthur is very <laughs> confident. He's got to have a pen and pencil handy just in case he's got to take a note. Well, so, I mean, my fashion note was how sweet Joey's jean jacket was. Ugh. I mean. That eagle decal. <laughs> oh, I don't even, I don't remember it. Damn. He was wearing it almost the whole episode. And it was really cool. I well, kind of want one. <laughs> you know, when you, when you start dealing drugs, <laughs> you know, you got to look the part and, uh. That's a that's definitely drug drug dealer appropriate. <laughs> definitely. Joey and Wheels approach Stephanie and Joey tells her how beautiful she is looking. Mm-hmm. Just then, Melanie and Kathleen exit the nearest classroom discussing how junior high is different than they expected. Too much homework. And Melanie thought there'd be a lot more parties, like real parties, <laughs> not political parties. Ew. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I did. I know. I was like, apparently, Degrassi Junior High is like the third party candidate capital of North America because like, <laughs> we don't want political parties. There's so many of those. I'm talking about real parties. <laughs> it was just such an odd like yeah. comment to make. Like, bitch, we know what you're fucking talking about. <laughs> Unless your friend's just dumb. Maybe. Maybe, maybe. maybe Kathleen's just dumb. I mean, well, she might be. She was kind of yeah. Kind of weird. Yeah. <laughs> she's a she's a real stick in the mud. I'm, I'm really surprised. Like, as, as the seasons continue, I'm very surprised that she did this. They like, clearly hadn't fully formed her character yet. Yeah. Because I don't think her down the line would not have done this. But anywho. No. Legit parties with boys and dancing and potato chips. Potato chips. <laughs> and drugs. Ooh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Melanie says that her mom has been warning her all summer about the dangers of drugs that would be available in junior high, but she hasn't <laughs> seen any. Yeah, I'm I'm like, which like, I thought there was going to be pop-up bodegas, you know, just dr- <laughs> little drug sales happening. Yeah, I I do think I expected more drugs yeah, no. to be in junior high and high school, yeah. but I, might, I just might not have been part of the groups that were that, you know, available to. That's exactly to. what it is. No, because I definitely also, because we did the D.A.R.E. program, D.A.R.E. to keep off drugs or whatever, in mm-hmm. middle school. I think in sixth grade, actually. And, yeah, they definitely made it seem like you'd be walking down the hallway and somebody would, like, pop out of a locker and stick you with a heroin needle. Like, they really made it seem like that. Yeah, people were going to peer pressure you and yeah. give you free yeah. drugs. And I'm here to say that Man, doesn't happen. I wish it happened. <laughs> like, I'm telling you. Yeah. But, no, it's it's just, like, those posts where people are like they're giving away ecstasy and halloween candy be (laughs) careful and you're like no one's fucking giving away free ecstasy okay okay but i have to say okay johnny got an edible the other day yeah he got a nerds rope dude i I had that no eric and i bought one of those yeah so i i tried a little bit of it immediate regret yeah terrible terrible i was very upset the whole time but anyways, he was telling me how apparently when they first came out, somehow a bunch of kids got a hold of them 
and got high as fuck and like went to the hospital. Yo, <laughs> like, I know it's going on because the packaging looks exactly it's just like candy. a regular nerd's rope. Yeah, it's very mm-hmm. it's very small signs on it that say it's marijuana. Right, and uh, yeah, no, Eric and I tried it, and we because he he was uh, googling about it, so we read that too of like the oh damn, <laughs> yeah, I don't know how that ha- like. Who was so careless yeah. with their fucking edible nerd robes? Yeah, how does like, that even happen? <laughs> yeah, I mean, from what I understand, I don't think like I I don't think they're making them really anymore. Like mm-hmm. I think we're probably on the last batch of them, probably around this time now because because of that incident. And I mean, honestly, probably because of licensing, it was like mm. this looks exactly like a nerd's rope. How did you – there's no way that Wonka would have approved, <laughs> you know. I don't know. He did some pretty trippy shit. That's true. <laughs> I bet you it was fucking Willy Wonka himself yeah. who was like, if you want to view paradise, <laughs> eat this nerd's rope, children. And then they were like, oh, God. They were like in the fucking – the boat that goes in, yeah. the, in their minds like, oh, no. <laughs> That's probably what happened. Turns out the entire movie, Willy Wonka was all those kids just accidentally getting a nerd's rope and being like, whoa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lickable wallpaper? Bitch, yes. that was ecstasy. Oh, man. You yeah. know what they were like, let me lick this. And then they were like, whoa. So what was funny was Willy Wonka was on TV the other day and I got to that scene and I'm like, oh, man, another thing ruined by COVID. Oh, licking wallpaper? Yeah. Yeah, you can't get that anymore. (laughs) Man, I tell you. Like, you used to be able to go lick a wall that you know other people had also licked. And you could get away with it. Snozberries, like. Yeah, it's just not right. No one will ever taste snozberries again. Fuck. But yeah, so anyways, I, I was like, you know, I wonder how edibles will be for me. I know smoking generally isn't good, but maybe edibles will be different enough. Mm. Nah. Nah. And what sucked was I expected it to take like an hour and I took a shower and like halfway through my shower, I was like, fuck, it's starting (laughs) and I'm still in the shower. (laughs) Oh my God. No. Okay. So like the first like bite of it that we had like Mm -hmm. a while back, I felt like I didn't get that high. So then like we had like a large chunk of it left and we were like, all right, let's just split it, I guess. Mm -hmm. And then- I was, Eric went to sleep mm-hmm. and I was like, Eric, last night I was like so fucking high by myself on the couch. <laughs> and he was like, I was so high too. That's why I passed out. I just want to sleep. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and meanwhile, I was like in the fucking living room being like, whoa, yeah, I'm so no. high. I was just anxious and paranoid and it was not fun and I'm like well fuck I just I guess just I can't have it period there's yeah it's very sad for me yeah (laughs) because I would really like to enjoy it it seems like it would be nice but it seems like the people who enjoy it really enjoy it yeah so good for you (laughs) yeah so anyways speaking of Melanie has not found a single marijuana cigarette not a drop not a drop of drugs anywhere. <laughs> yeah. No, but they did make it seem like that. Uh, and no, no, mm-hmm. it wasn't the case. And I probably too was not in the group of it happening. I think right. I think my friends 
I think my friends like maybe you know in high school they drank underage and they probably mm-hmm. smoked weed, but they didn't invite me to those parties because they knew that I would I was paranoid about it. So mm-hmm. yeah, I just I had one opportunity to drink in high school, and I had zero opportunity to try any drugs. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Kathleen is a little shook that her friend Melanie would even try drugs, mm-hmm. but is slightly peered pressured into agreeing that she too would try drugs if given the opportunity. Honestly, she's not even peer pressured. She just immediately rolls over and is like, yeah, me too. You would <laughs> do drugs? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, same, same. Yeah, yeah, she just like, she can't handle being different from her friend at all. Like the friend just was like, yeah, I'd try drugs. And she's like, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah, let's do it. Who are you trying to impress, girl? Uh, like, yeah, your your gal pal. <laughs> like, I would assume she'd still be friends with you, but whatever. All right, we are at basketball tryouts now. Tall ass snake easily sinks a free throw, and everyone is psyched about it. Arthur's up next and doesn't even come close to making his shot. Everyone laughs at him as Shane says that he can be their secret weapon by playing for the other team. The boys in this school are just shameless. They're yeah. corn dogs. They're bullies. They're just mm-hmm. there is a serious amount of toxic masculinity in this school. Oh yeah, <laughs> I mean, well, it was a different time, wasn't it? I mean, there's still plenty. Yeah, that's true. That's true. The coach wants him to relax and try another shot, but Shane says that brainers don't know how to relax. They only know how to steady. <laughs> uh, he said brainers. Brainers. What did you think he said? I couldn't understand it. I didn't know. I did rewind it several times, and I came to the conclusion that he called him a brainer. I was like, maybe broomhead, but... No. Yeah, I couldn't figure it out. I'm pretty <laughs> sure he said brainer. Well, anyways, meh. Who knows? I can't get subtitles on YouTube. I don't think. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, I can't. I can't. Help I don't myself. think so. No. No. Arthur takes another shot, and although he is closer, he still misses. Yick goes to take his shot, and people are already seemingly supportive of him. Yeah. <laughs> he sinks his shot, no problem. The other boys are pleased. I just like I like he went to go up, and they were like, "All right." Yeah, I'm really confused why they're so supportive of Yick. Because Yik is also kind of a nerd, like... Yeah, I I think, truthfully, it's like the Toby and JT complex, mm. you know, like, where Toby is just, like, the... He's a nerd. There's no he, there's no getting past that. Mm. But, like, JT, while definitely very nerdy, can, like, blend mm-hmm. into, like, a cooler crowd. Yeah. Like, has more social skills. Right. Yeah, I, I wonder, like, if maybe he played in, like, elementary school so they already knew he was, like, a decent player. Because mm. I was just, like, it's weird that they were so excited for him. You're like, all right, here he comes. Yeah. Sick. And he, and he sunk it. All right. Good job. Because, <laughs> like, he's not tall. No. Like, they couldn't have been, like, sweet, he's going to be great. Like, yeah. he's short. So, anyways. The boys all exit the school after their tryouts. Already good pals with Yik by the looks of it. Arthur catches up to him and asks if he can possibly help him with practice since he's just learning. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm not sure why he couldn't just ask his apparently amazing basketball playing father for True, help, but yeah. whatever. He he lives with his father too. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, you you said you're it's in your blood. Like ask your blood. <laughs> ask your blood. <laughs> ask your blood. What's up, blood? Give me some fucking help, dad. <laughs> But yes, like, apparently not. We need no. Yik. Yik is down to help because they're friends, right? 
Arthur and Yik head to the basketball court for some lessons. Arthur apologizes for getting him in trouble with Mr. Radish in class. But Yik doesn't think it's Arthur's fault because Mr. Radish just hates him. Mm -hmm. He's always picking on him. And to be fair, that is pretty accurate. Like, yeah. From what we've seen, yeah. Yeah, he's super rude. Yeah. It's not good teacher behavior. Mm, No, not at all. He thinks that Mr. Radich thinks that he's stupid and is constantly giving him bad grades without even reading his papers. Arthur thinks that can't be true, but Yick says that he could hand in Einstein's paper and he'd still (laughs) give him a shitty grade. So Yick says that Radich is stereotyping him, but I'm like, aren't, isn't the stereotype that Asians are really smart? That's what I was definitely confused. I think they're, it's, it's like they wanted to touch on stereotypes, but they like kind of did it weirdly where they were like, right. yeah, Yik is just your stereotypical jock. Look at him. <laughs> he doesn't look like a jock. No, he doesn't. No. He's a scrawny little kid with glasses. Like they're, you wouldn't look at him and be like, that's a fucking athlete right there. Like he only cares about one thing. Yeah, but you know, but also like that. And if it was like a race issue, that is not how they stereotype Asian people. I've never heard Asians are dumb as a stereotype. But like he also never like in this whole the arc of this episode, they never talk about race. So like Mm. I think he thinks he's being stereotyped 100% as a jock and in no way because he's Asian. Mm -hmm. It's just very interesting because, yeah, he definitely he doesn't you know, he doesn't talk like you would think the you know, he's not like. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't have the answer, bro. Like, so <laughs> who knows? But yeah. that's, I, I think that Degrassi Junior High does this a lot where they're like, the character that you think would be in this dilemma hmm. is not. We're switching it up. We're doing something different. We're not doing what everybody else is doing. We're doing things different. Right. Or maybe things are just different in Canada. Maybe. Maybe, like, their only basis of Asian people is, like, Yao Ming, and they're like, obviously, if you're Asian, you're really fucking good at basketball. (laughs) Yeah, never, never been a stereotype. Yeah. Anyways, (laughs) I digress. Down at the malt shop, that's what Mm, I'm calling this place, because they do, somebody ordered a malt, like a chocolate malt or whatever, Mm. so I'm going with a malt shop, because it's not the dot. I want a chocolate malt right now. Mm. I love a good chocolate malt. Arthur and Yick are getting some milkshakes. Multiple groups of friends are there as Joey tells Shane and Wheels that this place had has better food than his mom's cooking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's such a dick. <laughs> <laughs> Yick and Arthur continue to chat about the title of the episode, The Experiment. <laughs> Arthur asks Yick if he would be interested in using a paper from Mr. Radich's class last year and turning it in as his own to see what kind of grade he'd get. Yick is, of course, concerned that Mr. Radich would recognize the paper from last year, but Smarty Arty does some quick math on his newfangled watch and discovers that Mr. Radich must read at least 3,750 papers a year. There is no way that he'll remember just one. I mean, honestly, that makes sense. I don't think as a teacher, if I got that many papers, I would remember what anybody had written. Like, it'd have to be a really, really, really standout paper to remember it. Considering he gives him a B-plus paper, like, yeah, I don't think it would... Because, like, really, there's only so many things you can say about, like, Mm -hmm. the Revolutionary War or something. You know what I mean? So, like... I can't fathom that any of these kids, as they're taking quotes from their fucking textbook, yeah. that any of their papers are all that different. So Honestly, I've, I've always felt really 
bad for teachers having to read the same subject. I'm telling you. So many papers. Like, Like, it is probably something that has, like, when thinking about, like, possible career choices, I'm Mm -hmm. like, I I mean, I'm a babysitter. Maybe I could be a teacher. And I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't think I'd want to read. Because I think I'd want to, I'd rather be a high school teacher. But I'm like, I don't think I want to read all them papers. Well, I don't want to read the papers on the same exact subject. Yeah, right, right, right. Exactly. Granted, you know, you could become a drama teacher and no papers involved. Save the drama for your mama, Jesse. okay? (laughs) Uh, I wrote papers for theater, thank you. But they were like all opinion pieces of like, I watched this play and I thought this about it. So that's at least a little more interesting to read. All drama for us was just doing skits. Oh, okay. Thank God. It was the best class. I don't want to read <laughs> shitty high schooler skits. <laughs> Anyways, Yik is down. But where the hell is he going to get a paper from? Arthur's like, Stephanie, duh. But uh, how are you going to get a paper from popular class president Stephanie K? You don't even know her. <laughs> oh, right. Uh, don't worry about that. Uh, I'll just get it, okay? I just will. But Yik still thinks that he'll get a bad mark. But regardless, it's worth a try. So... Arthur is about to get his best friend suspended. Right? <laughs> Arthur. This is a serious offense. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> this is the thing is like, they could have gone about this in a way in which they didn't get in trouble, which would have been, okay, Yick, you hand this paper in. Mm-hmm. When Mr. Radich hands it back to you, then you say, look, this was an experiment. Right. You gave two different grades, blah, blah, blah. Here's my real paper. I really did the assignment. Yeah. Here's my real paper. This was an experiment. Like, that's how you could have done that mm-hmm. without – I mean, you probably was still getting a little bit in trouble, but like – you know what I mean? Like, it would have proved that you were like, this was purely an experiment, and I still did the assignment. But then, you know, Yik was like, nah, this is great. Give me all those papers. <laughs> but, like, what surprises me is that Arthur hasn't confided in Yik yet that Steph is his sister. It's, see, I'm pretty sure they didn't know each other in elementary school because they, like, just met the first day of school. Yeah. But, like, he didn't even tell Yik, his only friend, that she's his sister. He's really taking her threats seriously. Right? <laughs> He's like, I'm not fucking with Stephanie K. Like, she's the fucking <laughs> class president. Right. If she wants me murdered, she could have me murdered. Okay. Joey's been itching for it. I'm saying. <laughs> Joey, like, literally is about to stuff him in a locker along with some carbon monoxide. And uh, <laughs> it's goodbye, Arthur. Yep. Switching over to a different booth at the malt shop, Kathleen expresses that she isn't so sure about drugs. But Melanie thinks that she shouldn't be such a chicken. Kathleen just doesn't want to get hawked, hawked. which apparently means becoming addicted. <laughs> you, I'm pretty sure that's what she said. I thought they said hooked. Uh, okay, okay. Which makes more sense. 100% <laughs> makes more sense. I Maybe, perhaps, it was just the Canadian way of saying hooked. <laughs> like, hooked, I'm sorry, I don't want to get hawked. Maybe, um, you know what? I don't know. I rewound it several times. Really? Yes. And I swear they said hawked, but perhaps, perhaps no. Hooked does uh, sound a lot better. I'll have to rewind and see because I immediately thought hooked. So Yeah, no. I I was like, what the fuck does hawked mean? And I was like, (laughs) I don't know. They, they're gurping over here. They're broomheading. Like, I don't know. They're just making <laughs> shit up left and right. So I just assumed it was some, you know, 1987 Canadian lingo that right. I wasn't uh, aware of. Was it privy <laughs> to? 
Yeah. But that's not what Melanie wants either. She doesn't want to be poor and live with rats and lice. <laughs> she just wants to try drugs once. So the war on drugs like really fucked these kids up. Like, right? They're, like they have no sense of like just being able to casually do drugs. It's all no. like you're living in a crack house <laughs> surrounded by lice. I'm like, as I as I hit my vape pen tonight, I'm going to be like, oh, fuck, I got lights. Oh, shit. Oh, no. Oh, there's a rat over there. Fuck. It's it's like that scene from Wet Hot American Summer. Yes. Where yes. they go into town and get hooked on drugs in like an hour. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. Maybe that's what it was. Okay. Joey overhears them in the next booth and introduces himself to the girls as Joey F. Jeremiah Esquire. The F stands for pharmacy. Yeah, smarty mm-hmm. pants. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, is there anything Joey can't do? I'm saying. <laughs> like, Joey is a talker. And you know what? I, I do think he's pretty funny. Like, yeah. He's got some good zingers and the rhymes. The rhymes? Like, <laughs> yeah. Nobody rhymes harder than Joey, okay? Honestly, I can't I can't believe the Zit Remedy wasn't a better band given Joey's flair for words. Yeah. I even to go even further, I can't believe that Craig isn't his biological son because he got all that that, that fucking writing. Right. Th- those genes. Like how'd he do it without being Joey's biological son? I don't know. <laughs> he slips into the booth with the girls and asks them what they like. Smoke, drop, Lebanese light, Bolivian blue, Degrassi grass. Yeah. Like, yeah, I am like, is he just making shit up at this point? I'm not oh, sure. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I was like, I would like to Google this, but I also think he's just making it up. <laughs> or New Zealand zappers, which yeah. come highly recommended. I'm curious what, like, what drug New Zealand zappers, like, what could they have thought that was? I mean, they don't know shit, so... They don't know shit about fuck, so... Turns out Bolivian Blue is a primary elements art pigment. It's a paint. Oh, why? Well, <laughs> yo, that fucks me up. You want to do some paint thinner, bitches? Yeah, I mean, they're going hard, right? <laughs> like, let's fucking do it. Let's sniff this paint. Let me see. Lebanese light. It sounds like a cigarette. Yeah. Ladies only smoke Lebanese light. Lebanese lamps. Oh, cute. Yeah, there's no such thing. I don't know. To me, it just like sounded like actually a pretty typical marijuana title. You know, there's so many. That's Yeah, Bolivian Blue, I thought, was a marijuana strain, if I had to guess. But like, I mean, you know, he's just making it up. Yeah, But yeah, like yeah. that totally could be <laughs> the name of, of so, a strain of weed, so. Are you going to look up what the grassy grass means? <laughs> but also, if I was somebody who was, you know, inventing strains of marijuana, I would totally oh, yeah. make Degrassi grass. Oh, for sure. Anywho, <laughs> Melanie is convinced. Yeah, that one sounds good. Right, Kathleen? Joey's got the order and he'll see what he can do. I honestly, I expected Melanie to be like, I'd like to try some heroin. Right? I know, right? <laughs> um, let's see. I don't want to go crazy, but um, do you have any heroin? Maybe some crack. I heard about crack. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> I heard it's quite whack. So um, if you could get that, that'd be great. Right. I just, I want to try them all just once. You know what? A smorgasbord. Let's just do it all in one night. Like, if yeah. I'm going to do it, let's get it out of the way. <laughs> Give me a little bit of everything, Joey. Right. You know? <laughs> he comes in with like 
women's one a day. We've got uh, <laughs> some zinc, some iron, a nice little vitamin D pill. You yeah. got it all. Mm-hmm. Here's a little calcium, bitch. Nice probiotic. Ooh, ooh. Ooh. Ooh, she gonna be regular. That's a $10 one, yeah. I'm saying, those are expensive. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, right, he just, and then he follows up and he's like, and I got this Activia for you. <laughs> like, I know you like a probiotic, bitch. <laughs> Ooh, all right, Arthur knocks on Yick's back door for the super secret paper drop-off. Do you notice that Yick is on the phone and then he gets the knock on the window and he just hangs up? <laughs> I noticed he was on the phone, but I didn't notice. I I didn't like compute that he immediately was like, "Oh, I gotta go." (laughs) Like he doesn't even say anything. He just hangs up the phone. It's rude as hell. Do you think like he was actually pretend like uh, Arthur lives like down the street, and he's like, "I'll be over in five minutes," and he's like, "All right, I gotta play it cool. Like my parents can't know that I'm at the back door picking up, you know, fucking B plus papers. (laughs) They're gonna know something's up, so I'm gonna pretend to be on the phone." They definitely exchange it like a drug deal they sure did <laughs> sure did all right we're in a dark stairwell mm. of degrassi junior high right now melanie and kathleen approach joey and wheels Wheels sees joey looking through his drugs and is very concerned <laughs> he's got a real sweet disguise on i'm saying joey's wearing sunglasses inside so it's too late he is in drug dealer mode <laughs> that's what happens if mm-hmm. you're gonna deal some drugs you can't have your face out there for no, the cameras. No. You know, you got to hide. The, the, the DJH paparazzi. <laughs> no, you can't. So he offers the girls two New Zealand zapper capsules. Yeah. $5, ladies. And as they, you know, are getting that money out, he's like, no pay, no play, no tip, no trip, no pills, no thrills. <laughs> he's been a salesman forever. 100 <laughs> fucking percent. Oh I my really want to hear his lines for his car customers. Like He's like, no bars, no cars. <laughs> this automobile is a steal. <laughs> That's all I got for now. Yeah. The girls pay up and Joey is thankful. He's saving for college. College after all. <laughs> but you better not tell anyone where you bought these or I'll murder you in cold blood, bitches. <laughs> Told you he was aching for murder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. He's got murder in his eyes. <laughs> Joey tells the girls to try them because, you know, school is the perfect place to try a drug for the first time. Right? Yeah, right? Like, if you're gonna if you're gonna do this, don't go home on the weekend and do it. Like, not yeah. do it right fucking now in third period, bitches. Like, get fucking <laughs> wild. Right? I was like, oh my God, that is idiotic. Yeah, yeah. These girls are not prepared. But as he says, it should be instant insanity. Yeah. The girls seem confused about the concept of a pill, yes. so he breaks it down to them. You put it in your mouth and you dry swallow it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Like, they've never taken a pill before. Never. Never, never. an aspirin. Like, no. Uh, is this, a, is this a chewable, like the like Tylenol for kids? <laughs> what do I do with it? Oh, God. Is it, a, is it an ovule insert? I don't, I don't know what to, what, happened, what do you do with this? They, they're used to gummies. Yeah, 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 right? They're like, oh, this is hard. I don't want to chew this. <laughs> Anyways, Joey does so and is immediately like, oh, yeah. I think that you should put that. <laughs> oh, yeah, clipping because it was so good. 
he's immediately like cool, cool. very cool, mild, wild. <laughs> Wait, no, he's saying wild because I heard mild several times. I heard wild. You're having trouble with your hearing today. Listen, I'm having <laughs> trouble with my hearing every day, but like I was thinking he's saying cool and mild. Oh, wow. Mild. Cool. Very cool. We desperately need subtitles. YouTube, get on it. Like, we sure <laughs> do, because clearly I can't, none of these kids did like diction exercises before they started the recording because sometimes you just like, it's like, did you open your mouth? Yeah. To say that sentence? Because I can't understand what you're saying. But I mean, it was very helpful for next class. I remember oh, yeah. watching with the subtitles to make sure I got what they were saying because sometimes Same. it was like that on there too. So, mm hmm. But I'm going to say that Joey's acting job was A+. That is exactly how I act when I take drugs. Honestly, like, same. <laughs> Wild. Wild. Very cool. Listen, I'm sticking with mild. So as I am the host, I'm going to continue to say mild. You can, can, can correct me, but this is the hill I want to die on in this episode that he said cool and mild. Because that's like, a cigarette is cool and mild. <laughs> that's what I was thinking. You took that single bite of a nerd's rope and were like, mild. Mild. <laughs> Very mild. <laughs> I don't want any of that spicy salsa. I want that mild. These are these are white people drugs. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, he's like, don't worry. I didn't put any seasoning on this. <laughs> Have fun, girls. <laughs> I don't know. I'm assuming he gave them a Xanax because I don't know what, like, pills. <laughs> yeah. He's like, yeah, it's chill. All right. Yeah. The boys walk off as Joey continues to act, in my opinion, mild and cool. <laughs> <laughs> the God. girls pressure each other to go first taking the pill. They decidedly do it at the same time. Dry swallowing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it when people dry, they always dry swallow on TV and it's, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't get it. And like, when I think about the, I mean, no, I guess some of my, I'm like thinking about my vitamin pills. Like mm. some of them are like gel. So like they mm -mm. would be like not as hard to dry swallow. But I'm thinking about like my, uh, my like women's one a day and I'm like, yeah, no, nah, that would... That would not be great. I don't. I can barely swallow a pill with water, so <laughs> dry swallowing, no. Yep. Well, anyways, they both took a nice big dry swallow gulp and took those pills. I'm imagining them like bringing a glass of water with them into the stairwell. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, because when you think about it, I feel like the concept of bringing water bottles to school, mm -hmm. I feel like that's a new concept because yeah. I'll tell you what I didn't do in school was bring a water bottle. Right. Like, I don't remember kids having water bottles back in my day. Like you had a juice box or milk at lunch. <laughs> But you, other than that, you stayed fucking parched, okay? <laughs> they bring down a chocolate milk to the stairwell. <laughs> oh, my God. That, that would be sick. That would be, and no, no, milk in a bag. It'd be chocolate milk oh, in a bag, ew, right? Because that's how Canada does it. I know that's there's no reason for me to think that's gross, but it just sounds gross. <laughs> they just have a fucking cup of gravy, and they're like, well, all we could get was the poutine from the, from the cafeteria, so we got to take this pill with this uh, cup of gravy. I got this box milk over here. Oh, no. <laughs> Do you, with a bag in it. <laughs> you think you could swallow a pill with gravy? You could. Think that would help. I don't think you'd want to. I don't think it. I think that's 
that sounds like how I die personally. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, you're just gonna, I'm gonna OD, but it's gonna be on <laughs> pills and gravy. and gravy. Like, I they'll like ha- uh, they'll find me in my apartment, mm-hmm. and it'll be like just gravy oh dripping out of your mouth. Yeah, like is she foaming at the mouth? And they're like, no, that's, that's gravy. gravy. <laughs> Did she vomit? No. This is just straight up gravy everywhere. <laughs> it's on her face, on her shirt. What, yeah. What's going on? <laughs> so I will say that sometimes I drink smoothies in the morning. And when I take my pills, I've tried to take them with smoothies and it's very unpleasant. So mm. I stopped doing that. <laughs> All right. So you're saying I shouldn't take pills with gravy. Got it. Probably not. No. Sounds judgmental, but okay. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> uh, do you feel anything, Melanie? Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> cool. Very cool. Cool. Very cool. <laughs> yeah. Because that's like, yeah, that's how, that's a state of being, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like when you've, when you've taken drugs, you're like, I feel cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. how I feel. I'm so cool right now. I don't think I've ever felt cool on drugs. <laughs> no. Definitely not on weed. I'm like, oh my God, everybody's judging me. <laughs> yeah. That's not cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't really think of, uh. Any drugs that I could take that I would just be like, I feel so cool right now. I'm so cool. I mean, I would say like a Xanax. Oh, maybe. That would make you feel mild. Very mild. Mild. Very mild. Wheels is like, what the fuck, Joey? You're selling drugs? What is wrong with you? But Joey's got it covered. He sold them vitamins. He's even emboldened enough to say that he is saving them from a lifetime of destitution by giving them their daily vitamins. (laughs) Joey, what a card. Oh, but I do, uh, I want to go back and say that right after they take the pills, some like band geeks roll through the stairwell and this tuba player is actually like playing their tuba. And they think it's hilarious, and I'm like, I would also be laughing my ass off at a tuba player. I wouldn't have to be high <laughs> to laugh at a tuba exactly. player, you know? Like, that's just... I think the tuba player played a part in their placebo effect, because it was actually funny, and they're like, oh, I must be high. Yeah. <laughs> and it just went downhill from there. Yep. <laughs> burr, burr, burr. Yeah. So I was going to ask you, I think that sounds about when right. was the first time you tried drugs? Okay, the first time I tried drugs was, I think I was 18. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely 18. It was um, it was at my house. Mm-hmm. I remember we we had a little a little shindig because mm-hmm. da- my dad was working like overnights. Yeah. And so the house was unsupervised. <laughs> and so I had some of, some of my friends over and my brother had some of his friends over. Mm. And my brother taught me how to smoke weed out of a bowl. Mm-hmm. And... And I remember being like, so I just inhale like like my inhaler? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And oh, Timmy no. was like, yeah, like oh, your no. inhaler. And I was like, okay. And so that is how I learned how to smoke weed. Mm-hmm. Uh, like in the pool area of my dad's house, sitting at a table, passing around a bowl. Mm. The thing you yeah. can't do now with COVID. Nope. No, ma'am. Ruined no, everything. Ma'am. <laughs> yeah. Even me and my boyfriend, we have separate pens. Um, <laughs> we don't kiss. Honestly, yeah, now that I think about it, like, weed is one of the few drugs that I feel like people are very generous with if you're smoking with people. Right. But, yeah, what are they going to do from here on out to share weed? Like, 
you just can't do it anymore. Everybody's got their own personal alcohol wipes yeah. in their pockets, and they're just like, "Ew, that would be gross." <laughs> You'd like taste it. What? <laughs> I I mean, I guess I don't really know. Uh, yeah, I guess it probably tastes like icy propyrol. What is that? Was was? I don't know. What is it? An alcohol wipe? I don't know either. I'm not sure. I, I guess everyone has to bring their own bowl or whatever, and. They'll just sprinkle a little bit of weed in everyone's bowl. <laughs> there you go. That's how you share now? That sounds awful for whoever brought yeah. the weed. Yeah, because uh, come to think of it, isn't it like that's the reason why um, it was like more prevalent to have people get meningitis in mm. like college and stuff? Mm. You ever heard this? Because of like because of sharing yeah. like weed and drinks and stuff. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Yeah. I took a online class in community college called Infectious Diseases Ugh. and it was awful. Yeah. I just kept like all the assignments were like reading personal stories of like, yeah, it just started out like I had a paper cut Ugh. and then I died. Like, yeah. <laughs> They're writing it on their deathbed. Like, now I'm dying. Yes. Like, <laughs> no, that's how meningitis is. And you're like, oh, I've got cold like symptoms and my neck kind of hurts. And then you die. Uh, yeah. Meningitis is no joke. I hate it. But I'm pretty sure we've got vaccines for it now. Yeah. I'm sure you've heard they're like, you can get a vaccine for like, oh God, it's like, I'm going to butcher this. It's like, I don't, ma, ma, no, I'm going to fuck it. Majin, no. Majin. I can, <laughs> I, I'm not high right now. I can picture, I can hear it in my head, yeah. like my mouth. Meningococcal meningitis. Uh, I think that's right. I think that's You know what I'm right. talking about? Or at least close. Okay. <laughs> You're like, what are you about to say? Nicki Minaj? What are you talking about? You can get a vaccine against Nicki Minaj. <laughs> Honestly, though, yes. Because <laughs> you know what? I'm pretty sure her husband is a pedophile. So oh, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. we can we can definitely um, have a vaccine against Nicki Minaj. <laughs> but yeah, so did you get high your first time? Oh, yes. people always say they don't get high. Yeah. Oh, no. I definitely did because then I remember being – I was like lying in my bed mm-hmm. and honestly – the the what start what it started out with was me laying in bed and my cat at the time like attacking my foot mm-hmm. and I was like freaking out about the cat attacking my foot and then Anna came up to my room with like a hundred calorie pack mm. you know those like the Oreo ones or whatever yeah. and she gave me like one you know individual like one calorie cookie <laughs> and I ate that and then I was like oh no, like give me more. And I believe I (laughs) jumped on her and took the 100 calorie pack from her. And then I was on the bed again and then I was just like, I'm a baby dinosaur. Like, yeah, no. And then when the paranoia set in, Mm -hmm. that's when I was like, oh my God, like my brain is broken Mm -hmm. and like, I am mentally not the same and I'm going to be like the first person in history to like, I don't know, become, I don't know, I don't want to like use the wrong terms, but like I was like, I'm going to become mentally challenged yeah, because of weed. Yeah. Like, you know, in my head, mm-hmm. I was like, that's what's good. Like, I'm never going to not be like this. Right. How am I going to function? <laughs> oh my God, what's going to happen to me? And then, you know, like two hours go by and I was like, oh. Oh, I'm fine. <laughs> so yeah, my my first time was smoking weed also. And it was when I was 19 and I was hanging out with this bad girl who Ooh. we got into a lot of trouble. Was it Melanie? <laughs> Melanie, yeah. No, this chick, she was like 
someone from my high school that um, we both stayed in our town and our town was very small. So we wound up just hanging out. We weren't even really friends in high school, I don't think, but somehow we connected after high school. And she was definitely a bad girl. Wow. And I was on a bit of a bad girl streak myself. You liked that show, Bad Girls Club, and you were like, <laughs> I, I want in. Honestly, I really did. <laughs> <laughs> I actually did want to be on Bad Girls Club, but then I'm like, my mom would see me, and then that would be terrible. She would know I was a bad girl, so much so <laughs> that I was in the club. Yeah. But so, like, you know, we'd, like, we were, like, 19, and we'd get drunk all the time. Like, we'd get my coworker to buy us beer, and, you know, we'd, we'd uh, go hang out with boys and whatever. What? Yeah, but Jessica. she was always meeting random guys, and we would, like, hang out with them. And she'd be like, I want your bod. <laughs> but, like, looking back, I feel like that was super dangerous <laughs> for us to just go hang out with these random boys. And honestly, there were nights that I was like, fuck. That I boy is random. I don't trust these boys. Yeah. <laughs> I do remember calling a guy one night. She uh, brought us to the, these college guys in, at Keene State, their little apartment. And they were just super unpleasant. And she ran off to bang one of them. And I'm stuck with this other one. And he was creepy. And I'm like, <laughs> I get up and I walk out the door. Mm. <laughs> and I called this guy who I was like, hooking up with at the mm -hmm. time but we weren't together and i called him like dude i am stuck in keen she drove oh no because keen's like a half hour away from where i lived yeah, and I'm like yeah, she yeah. drove i'm stuck she's like hooking up with this dude and he came all the way to keen picked me up and he definitely was like what are you doing? What the hell? Like, that's dumb. And I'm like, dude, you are also a random guy, so. Right. And look at us now. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes, sometimes random guys are nice. Sometimes. Yeah. You know? I mean, we, yeah, but anyway, so she, there was this random guy. I don't know how well she knew him, but he was random to me. And we went and hung out with him. He smoked us up and I, and we we're driving around in his truck. And I definitely got super high. I definitely smoked way more than I should have, by mm, the way. Mm -hmm. I didn't, you know, know how much to. I probably should have taken one hit and been done with it. But no, mm -hmm. I took several. And I got super high and we're driving around. And I'm just like, oh, what's going on? <laughs> we fucking park at a gas station because we needed to pee. And I go into the store and I'm like, she knows. Oh, God. <laughs> Everyone I'm, knows. Yeah. I'm freaking out. I go to the car. They're still in the store. And I call my best friend. And I'm like, oh, my God. I am so high right now. I am freaking out. Uh, and she's, like, trying to calm me down. <laughs> I'm just like, uh. Or I don't, I'm not sure if she answered. I might have just left a message. But I oh my God. called her. I can't, I don't remember if she actually picked up. But I was just like. I, I was convinced everybody knew and that everyone could hear me talking to her on the phone, mm -hmm. like from inside. <laughs> like it was right. so bad. We drove around some more. I'm panicked, but I'm not telling anybody I'm panicked because that would be weird. Only my friend on the phone. Right, right, We right. finally go to this guy's house, sit on the couch, watch TV as it went away. And I was like, mm -hmm. thank fucking God. <laughs> like it was yeah horrible and from there on out like it, it really never got any better so i don't know why i kept <laughs> well i didn't smoke very often it was very rare yeah it was normally at a party somebody had it. i'm like yeah i 
I guess, you know. But every time it sucked. I don't know why I kept trying. <laughs> You're like, but, maybe this time yeah. I'll be lucky. Well, I thought eventually I'd get used to the feeling, you know. Right, right, right. And a lot of people said, you just have to get used to it, but I just never got used to it, so... Anyways, 19, 18, we were not rebels in junior high. No, 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 definitely not. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're back in Mr. Radich's class. Melanie and Kathleen have got the giggles. They are wiggling their heads around like everyone totally does when they're high. (laughs) The placebo effect is strong for them. Mm -hmm. I'm like... I'm like, I wish the placebo effect worked for me because I would have had several good times on drugs that didn't work for me. Because this is the thing is that like <laughs> if you if you're not a secure enough person and you're not confident, you know, mm-hmm. to be like, I have my own thoughts. Yeah. But no, they just like egg each other on. And we're like, we're both so fucking high right now. Yeah. But yeah. Mr. Radich, he don't play. So he clears his throat to try to get the girls to calm the fuck down. <laughs> Yick, who is in fact looking very disorganized <laughs> with his paper spilling all out of his folders, approaches mm-hmm. Mr. Radich with Stephanie's paper. He's handing it in early because obviously that's not suspicious at all. Yeah. He's like, right. dude, wait until it's due. What are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. No, he's like, I'm fucking doubling down. Not only is this great work, but it's coming at you early. This is not suspicious at all. Oh my God. But Mr. Radich is impressed with Mr. You the Disorganized. Yik can't believe he's buying it. Outside of the school now, Arthur thinks that Mr. Radich won't notice. And even if he does, it's a science experiment. Kids are allowed to cheat if it's for science. Right. Nothing could possibly go wrong. That's like, can you imagine like you fucking cheat on the entire SATs and then you're just yeah. like, it was an experiment. I just right? wanted to see what would happen. Exactly. This is a really quick turnaround on this. So mm-hmm. Mr. Radich is passing back all the papers while also rudely telling all of the students how well or not well they yeah. did in front of the entire class. That is so freaking rude. Yeah. I never in my life had a teacher do that. Like... They would usually pass them back to you, like, even kind of, like, half-folded down. Yeah. They'd be like, here you go, so, like, that nobody saw your grade, because uh, this is just fucking rude. I feel like they might have quietly been like, good job. But yeah, like, yeah, not, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, like, he's just announcing it, like, congratulations. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah, you, if you're, the top of the paper said, like, see me, they weren't going to be like, you did bad. Fucking see me after class, bitch. Right. Like, it was just like, you saw it, and you're like, oh, man. Melanie goes up and her paper was very imaginative. And DJ Radich is like, how do you get all your ideas? And I'm like, drugs. Drugs. Obviously. Duh. All right, when he gets to Mr. You the Disorganized, he tells him that he got an A in front of the entire class. (laughs) Mr. Radich, very professional and definitely a sign of a good supportive teacher. (laughs) He congratulates him on the improved grade. Mm Mm-hmm. After class, Yik expresses to Arthur that because he got a better grade than Stephanie on the same paper, it proves that he's an unfair marker, even (laughs) if it means he doesn't outright hate him. Yeah, I think in my opinion on this, I think, yes, he got a better grade, Mm -hmm. and it was most likely because he wasn't trying to encourage him to do better, even if it was like low-key a B-plus paper. Yeah. Like he only, like he said, it's an A, well, an A minus to be, you know what I mean? Like that, yeah, those are like it's very close. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, I think he would have just bumped him from a B-plus to an A minus just to give him the fucking glory yeah. of like, hey, you can do it. Like keep going. 
But, I mean, later he's like, literature is an exact science. Yeah. Because it's not like a math paper. You get it wrong or right. It's like, you know. Right. It's definitely varies. You're not going to get the exact same grade. Right. Right. Like, certainly, yes, you can, like, grade grammar and spelling the same way. But, yeah, yeah ideas and shit, exactly. There's no, there's no, you know, right. decisive If way it was, that. like, went from a B plus to a D, yes, something's wrong there. But yeah. a B plus to right. a B minus, not a big enough, yeah. No, exactly. It's, like, a two-point two difference, probably. Mm -hmm. Yik thinks that it means that he gave him an overly good grade because he thinks he's so dumb that he can't do anything. <laughs> Arthur thinks that he should just talk to Radich about this. But Yik is like, nah, man, this is perfect. Just keep giving me Steph's papers. <laughs> Arthur is very concerned. Once is an experiment, but more than once is clearly cheating, and he doesn't want to get in trouble. Arthur takes a shot with the basketball and makes it, yeah. which gives Yik the excuse to say, See, I helped you with basketball, so now you have to help me with cheating, okay? Arthur looks defeated. You scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. That's right. That's <laughs> right. Mask for mask. Yeah, I mean, yeah, obviously, it's no longer an experiment. Mm -hmm. You know, it's clear that it's just like, I want those papers because I want the mm -hmm. grades and I don't want to do shit. Nope. <laughs> now we're in the library. Wheels and Joey approach Lucy, and Joey, who just can't help himself, says, hey, good looking. Just constantly sexually harassing all the girls. Yeah, and it was just a throwaway. Like, you know what I mean? That probably wasn't even a line. Mm -hmm. Lucy was just like in the background. He was like, I'm Joey Jeremiah. This is my character. I'm going to throw this in there. <laughs> yeah. Total ad lib. Kathleen and Melanie start to approach the boys with two other kids in tote. I found out that the girl's name is Maya. Okay. We do get to know her later, but she is always yeah. like a minor character. Right. But yeah, she's just always in the background. Yeah. Yeah. And she's hilarious. Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like she had really funny dance moves last oh, episode. Oh, yeah. No, she, Yeah. And she was like, she like drunk driving later, basically, on these. Anyways. Yes. Wheels thinks that they look displeased about the vitamins that Joey sold them. But no, these <laughs> dumb bitches are ready to buy more <laughs> drugs. And they brought friends. No, they are going to wind up in the crack house with lice. Honestly. It was supposed to be just one time. Mm -hmm. You fucked up, girls. <laughs> you fucked up. Hooked. Yep. <laughs> Obviously, Joey is down. He tells them to meet him in the dark stairwell tomorrow. Bring the money and he'll make them funny. <laughs> He's just so good. Like, but so he told them if they told anybody, they'd be pushing up dandelions. No, exactly. He made it very fucking clear. They came right up to. He's they they weren't like, can we have a couple extra for our friends? Right. They brought them to him and were like, they want some too. <laughs> mm -hmm. In the fucking library, no less. Like, yeah, that's not a dark stairwell. Like, no. this is obvious, but okay. <laughs> Oh, whatever. All right. So now we're in the dark stairwell that we have no idea how the girl in the wheelchair got to because yeah. there's no elevators right. or anything in this school. So I just assume they carried her down there yeah, I for mean, the drugs. If it's a multi-level multi school, which in the future, mm -hmm. is it? Wait, what? A multi-level? In like next generation and stuff, do they have multiple levels to it or? You know what? Honestly. They do. They do. Because okay. uh, Miles and Lola met under the stairwell. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. But yeah, yep. so how, how the hell does she get to upper floor classes? I don't know. It's a mystery. <laughs> it's but anyways. a goddamn mystery. <laughs> yeah. That we'll never know the answer to. Okay. Joey is organizing the drugs on his skateboard, <laughs> prepared to distribute. 
Give me that $5. Entering Mr. Radich's class, Melanie and Kathleen are acting as cool and mild as they were yesterday. <laughs> I'm sticking with mild. I'm really doubling down on it. Yeah. And the girl in the wheelchair is crashing into shit. Like, she <laughs> can't even get in the door. I loved it. She's she was like, like whoa. <laughs> like, it's so good. I was like, this bitch can't even get in the classroom. She is all over the place. Like... What is happening? Uh, Mr. Radish starts passing out the graded papers. He sets Yick up like a chump, Mm -hmm. saying that he is quite taken with what he wrote. It was a great paper, and he was impressed. But not as impressed as when he read it last year. This is when I start calling them the Giggle Gals. Yeah. The Giggle Gals are losing their minds. I call them the Drug Bunch. Oh, that's cute. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm not going to write Melanie and Kathleen 75 times. I know. It's so annoying, yeah. But Mr. Radich wants answers. How did he get Stephanie Kay's paper? Arthur, like, Arthur's a good dude. Yeah. he didn't. He's, like, not letting Yick go down by himself. Mm-hmm. Arthur fesses up that he gave it to him, but Yick is still pissed. Why shouldn't he cheat? He's just getting bad grades anyways. <laughs> Mr. Radich tries to tell him that his last paper was good. But alas, that was Stephanie's paper too. And another thing, Mr. Radich, you gave us different grades. <laughs> the the drug bunch are like laughing their asses off. Oh my Every God. time Yick talks back, they're like, ah! Yeah, like little hyenas in the background. Yeah, they're lo- <laughs> losing their minds. Arthur tries to back up his bro looking for answers. <laughs> Mr. Radich states at the obvious that literature is not an exact science. The Giggle Gals are still losing their fucking minds over this apparently <laughs> hilarious scenario because they're so high off Flintstones vitamins. <laughs> Yick accuses Radich of stereotyping people and giving whatever grade he feels like. At this point, Mr. Radich gives the Giggle Gals a loud, Be quiet! <laughs> He's not fucking around. He's no. like, what the hell is going on? Like, I'm trying to have a serious <laughs> conversation about plagiarism and you bitches will not shut the fuck up. <laughs> He continues his point that even if there's a flaw in the system, that isn't an excuse to cheat. Hmm. Both boys are getting attention and must write a paper as to why they did it and why it's wrong. <laughs> That's pretty lenient in my opinion. Oh, yeah. Like, it could have been much worse. I feel like I feel like uh, plagiarism is like punished very severely. Yeah. But they're in junior high. Yeah, you know, like, whatever. It's the 80s. I don't fucking care. Once you get to like high school, I feel like the older you get, the more seriously they're going to take it. Yeah. Like, by college, yeah. it's like, bitch, you're out of here. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yick looks like he is ready to fucking fight. Like he is <laughs> pissed. Mm-hmm. And we're back at the malt shop. Why do kids on TV have endless cash to eat out? I don't know. They are always eating out on on these mm-hmm. shows. And I'm like, I couldn't afford that. And I had a job. Yeah. <laughs> no. I occasionally went to like a place after school, but it was it was rare. Right. You know, these they're they're there every week. Oh but. yeah. And like in the future, kids go to the dot every or the coffee shop every day. Like mm-hmm. I got my daily latte. How are they gonna buy a house? Yeah. How are they gonna buy a house? <laughs> it's just not gonna happen. Right. I'm not saving any money. (laughs) 
Stephanie approaches Joey and Wheels and sits at their booth with them. Joey asks the obvious question <laughs> that men are always asking women. Want to go to the mall and help me pick out new clothes? <laughs> she is a style icon. It's true. It's true. But Steph is there for answers. Are you really selling drugs, Joey? What the fuck? That's dangerous. <laughs> Stephanie draws the line at drugs. Mm-hmm. Drinking, sure, but. That's fine. Drugs, mm-mm. <laughs> But Joey assures her that he would never do drugs, let alone sell them. And he lets her in on the fact that he sold them vitamins without realizing the whole group of giggle gals is in right? the booth behind them. Yes. You fucking idiot, Joey. <laughs> right? And he's talking so loud. like So he's like bragging about it. <laughs> it may have seemed like those girls were high, but it was all in their head. And and this is when I mentioned, like you said, I was like, um, well, one of them is definitely a narc because how did Stephanie, who's in a different grade than yeah. those two girls, find out about it? I mean, they are not, not keeping this a secret. Like, no. just everybody no. knows. <laughs> Everyone's like, what's so funny? And they're like, we're fucking high. Thanks, Joey <laughs> Jeremiah. Right. You meet him in the dark stairwell after school. He'll hook you up. <laughs> exactly. Like, shouting from the mountaintops. This is like... You know, drug buying 101. Yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> you yeah. do not do this. No. Uh, anyways, Stephanie is all morals now mm -hmm. and lets Joey know that what he did is stealing. <laughs> Joey the prophet lets her know that lessons don't come cheap. Mm -mm. Melanie and Kathleen look concerned behind him. <laughs> they feel like dummies. Mm -hmm. And, you know, as they should. Yes. <laughs> Ooh, all right. It's detention time. I got to say, um, I got to applaud Degrassi Junior High for the fact that this actually lines up and makes sense. These kids are out of school and they're at the malt shop. Mm -hmm. and these kids are in a detention. Yeah. And that's the time frame of the world. Unlike in Degrassi the next class when they're like, do you want to go get an abortion on my lunch break? And exactly. then they come back and it's like, it's still third period. Right. So <laughs> kudos to them for it, like time-wise making sense. I feel like the time issue really became an issue on Next Class. I don't think they yeah. had that problem in Next Generation as much. I don't, it was definitely not as bad. Like mm -hmm. the Next Class just didn't give a flying fuck. They're like, we're going wherever the fuck we want, whenever we want. Right? <laughs> Leave the school whenever. It's yeah. safe. Go ahead. Come and go as you please. It's fine. It's detention time. The boys quietly work as Mr. Radich feels compelled for some reason to walk to the back of the classroom. Yeah. Where a student is at the door looking to talk to him. Like, that, that student didn't knock. He's psychic. Like, he's just, like, walking back there. And then I was like, oh. There's a student back here. <laughs> yeah, like, that's what I said. I literally go, is he psychic? Like, okay. Anyways, he now has excused himself outside of the room. <laughs> Arthur admits that he's never had a detention before. Aww. His dad is going to be so disappointed. Oh, Arthur. Yik is still feeling like the punishment is unjust. They're missing b-ball practice for this bullshit. <laughs> Arthur thinks it's reasonable, though. They did, in fact, cheat. <laughs> but Yik is still clinging to the experiment excuse. Yik thinks that he just can't write papers, period. So I'm going to take a stab here and assume that he, he may have a learning disability. Hmm, could be. You know, mm -hmm. like maybe he has like ADD or dyslexia or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like there's got to be a reason why he's so scrambled and right. can't like organize his thoughts, you know? No, I mean, 
I was very disorganized in high school, which hurt my grades yeah. more than other things, you know, like. Right. I, I think like the thing about disorganization, you know, it could be caused by some sort of learning disability or, you know, condition, you know, I feel like mine's probably linked to one of the many things that are going on in my head. Right. And, and yeah, I like it screwed me big time to not be able to figure out how to organize yeah. and get things together. And it still screws me over to this day. Yep. <laughs> Anyways. Well, yeah. I mean, I think that it's probably nothing they were thinking about in the 80s. So mm-hmm. like, you know, I be this just this concept that he's like, I can't write papers. Yeah. You know, it makes me think like, okay, well then like what's going on there? What What's like the hurdle that he needs to jump over in order to figure out how to write a paper, you know? Right. Arthur thinks that he just has to try, (laughs) but Yick doesn't want to hear it. See if he helps you with basketball again, bucko. (laughs) Not that he can do anything to help because you suck, Arthur. (laughs) But hell, Arthur is at least putting in the work while Yick is just cheating. Calls him the fuck out. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Arthur snaps for you, sir. Like, he's a real one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Keeping it one hundred. Like, always. (laughs) Always. Arthur starts dropping truth bombs all over Yik. (laughs) If you want Radich to think you aren't dumb, prove it. Work hard. Do something. Damn. Mm -hmm. Yik seems skeptical and puts the pencil to paper. He's like, the brain, the brain. The center center of the the chain. (laughs) But like. got it. Like, Yik just is like, looks at him like, you're being so mean to me. Go easy on me. Like, Jesus, he does not expect that. No, he's like, please, sir. Well, I I never. (laughs) Out front, the giggle gals are explaining to their group that Joey sold them vitamins. So now it's time to fuck his shit up. Mm-hmm. He thinks they're there to buy more drugs, but they know the truth. Joey plays it off as a joke. They want their money back. And Melanie goes, ha, ha. <laughs> and it's so, uh, like, I hated it. Because it was so slow. It, it's just like it wasn't natural. Yeah, well. You know, like, like because people do that. They're like, ha, ha. You know, when right, someone right, says right. it's a joke, it's not funny. She just looked like a freak doing it. I hated it so much. I think she she laid into it a little too hard. Like she just, mm-hmm. yeah, she it wasn't it, clearly. It's not something she does very often, so she just didn't know how it was supposed to sound. Honestly, the two of them are pretty bad actresses. <laughs> like I don't really buy them as you know their characters that much, but like I buy Joey. You know, I buy the other characters. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. They're acting this episode. I was just like, I don't. They're. they're just bad actresses. I don't know. Anyways. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think they get any better. <laughs> Anyways, they're getting threatening. But Joey doesn't have their money. He spent it on some snazzy duds. Yeah. I thought of you when I wrote snazzy duds. I was like, this is something <laughs> Jesse would write. Yeah. He tries to make a run for it and they all chase after him. I personally hope they kick his ass. Yes. <laughs> Like, I hope, I hope they, like, they, like, tie him to a train track and then Maya in her <laughs> wheelchair, like, fucking runs him, him over. Yes. Like, yeah! She's, she's fucking pissed. Like, like she's, honestly. She looks like, I'm gonna whoop your ass, dude. Right? I don't know how, but it's gonna happen. Guaranteed, every time she sees him in the hallway from now on, she's running over his toes. Oh, yeah. Not a single definitely. fuck is being given. She's like... <laughs> 
You're going to have broken toes by the end of this, Joey Jeremiah. Yeah. Oh, man. She's not fucking around. Mm-hmm. The <laughs> F stands for fucked, Joey, because that's what you are. Yeah. Fucked. Mr. Radich's class. He wants to read an assignment to the class. It's a paper about stereotypes. <laughs> okay. Not only is this paper explaining to Mr. Radich why he shouldn't box Yick into the dum-dum box, he's also basically apologizing to Arthur by using the example of thinking a brainy kid can't play basketball, but he can. Mm -hmm. Then he brings up the fact that just because he's a stellar athlete doesn't mean he's dumb. (laughs) He's not dumb. He's just disorganized. But when he wants something, he puts in all his effort. But being called names doesn't help him do any better, obviously. Agreed. So this, I mean, it's just funny because, like, this is just the basic idea. Mm -hmm. Like, this is a pretty basic paper. Right. Oh, it's it's not a good paper. No, it's like, this is, uh, okay. I mean, it's really just, he's just explaining to Radish, like, what's going on, but it's not good work yeah i mean i think this makes it very clear that radich actually does not know how to grade literature right he's like this is this is it and i'm gonna teach these kids a valuable lesson about stereotyping so i'm gonna (laughs) let them know what and and, you know and this is the thing is that like this assignment all the kids in class are probably like well we didn't get that assignment like (laughs) we didn't so clearly this is either yick or arthur right and we know arthur is smart so clearly yick wrote this yeah Yick looks a little emotional as it's being read. Aw. <laughs> Rad- like, and then the bell rings and everyone leaves, but Radich asks him to stay after class. He tells Yick that it's genuinely a good paper, worthy of an A. Yep. Even though awesome. those aren't being, they're not being graded. That was a bonus assignment. Sorry, kid. <laughs> It'll make up Suck for it. some of his D's and F's. Right? Maybe, no, you know. it's not going to help because that wasn't a graded assignment. Extra credit. I hope he gives him extra credit for it. But he wants to start with a clean slate. They're both going to try harder, and he won't call him Yik You the Disorganized anymore. Yik is down. They shake on it. Mm-hmm. They shake hands like men. Honestly, I, I wonder if Radich is going to become less of an asshole. I feel like he doesn't. In Next Generation, I feel like he's still kind of an asshole. Yeah, he's just a, he's a stickler, you mm-hmm. know? Like, he's, he's just all business and mm-hmm. no fun. Yeah. Like, where is DJ Radich, you know? That's the thing. He's all business in school, but he lets it out when he DJs. Like, Whoa. he gets wild just for that couple hours. Because he needs to He needs to express himself. It's true. He you needs know? a release. He's just reading these really bad papers all day. About stereotypes that are odd. <laughs> I feel like, do you think he's like a wedding DJ on the weekends? Oh, man. Well, I don't know, because let's be honest. I mean, back in the day, they paid people better, Mm. more, you know, more value for their work. So he didn't probably have, he didn't have to moonlight, you know, and be a wedding DJ. Today's teachers, probably, Mm -hmm. probably today's teachers do, um, yeah, do a little DJing on the side if if they have to. I just think, like, it's possible that he might just really like it and take it on as a side hustle. I don't know. You know what? Maybe (laughs) he doesn't even accept money for it. He's like, you know what? This is my passion. Mm -hmm. I I just want to do it for fun. Yeah. I brought my disco ball. I can set up over here. (laughs) And they're like, all right, Mr. Radich, go ahead. (laughs) All right. What did you give this one? I gave it 3.5 chef's kisses. That's it? I don't know why I'm being such, like, so... 
Such a stickler. I don't know why. I gave it five out of five. Damn. Yeah. It cracked me up with the fake drugs. I thought, like, Joey was hilarious. Those girls were morons. Like, I thought it was great. You know, I don't, I honestly, I can't tell you why I gave it 3.5 chess kisses. Jesse, mm. I just, I'm being really hard on them. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. know why. I don't know why. Maybe it's, like, the fact that it's kind of, you know, it's a dated show. Maybe that's, maybe... I'm prejudiced. Yeah, you're stereotyping. I am. I'm like, this is boring (laughs) because it doesn't, the colors aren't as vibrant as today's standards and I don't have the attention span for it. It's not slick. Maybe if I could have some subtitles. Yeah. Maybe that would pull me in a little more and I'd, you know, rate it higher. I know. This specific episode, I really, I just thought the, the drug thing was so funny. Like the other the other plot wasn't as good, but the the fake drugs cracked me up enough to oh, bump yeah. it up to a five. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I guess thinking about it, maybe a four would be more accurate because the B plot was so meh. But granted, I mean, Radich being a huge asshole was interesting. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. yeah, so I gave it five out of five and... All right. Well, so it averages out to like a what? A 4.25? Well, take it. Yeah, here we go. There you go. So uh, what are we talking about next week? Season one, episode four, The Cover-Up. Ooh. Mm-hmm. What could it so, be? What could it be? I don't know what they're covering up, but I'm telling you right now that unfortunately, I'm sorry that there's a lot of bell ringing in this entire episode. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry. This is the first time I'm hearing it. Okay. I, I'm going to hear it when I'm listening to yeah. it, like, in my car when you put it out. And I'm going to be like, <laughs> what, where is that, that bell ringing from? And I'm like, oh, right. Actually, I should even give a shout out to my friend Kaylee who started listening to our podcast because I was like, you guys, nobody supports me. Like, yeah. You know, I'm just, like, yeah. really guilted. And so she started listening. And uh, she let the friend group know that she was like, you know, guys, I know you haven't watched Carly eat on the Marco Polos lately, but I just want you to know that if you listen to her podcast, you can hear her chewing on this episode and I've got the timestamp. And I, honest to God, like racked my brain and I was like. I actually remember that. (laughs) And being like, Carly. I know. I was like, what? I never, I don't eat while making this podcast. And then I was like, oh, There was just the one time, yeah. When I recorded at Eric's house, we had like some tempura cauliflower that we Mm -hmm. had for dinner and it was just sitting there. And I definitely put a tempura cauliflower in my mouth. Yeah. Reckless as fuck. I'm sorry, (laughs) you guys. I'm sorry you had to listen to me chew. I know a lot of people (laughs) hate chewing and and we probably lost a lot of listeners because of that. A lot of so, I'm so sorry. We lost like 12 listeners. <laughs> probably. Probably. So I apologize. Um, I promise I'm not I'm not going to eat on the podcast anymore. It was one time. If you do it again, I'm going to yell at you and be like, say that again. Fair, fair, fair. <laughs> um, but if you do go and rate us five out of five chef's kisses, don't don't rate based off the chewing. Yeah, that please. One time. No, was, don't don't hurt us with that one. That was a mistake. Guys, honest mistake. We all make mistakes. <laughs> Give me your hand. Lift me up. <laughs> don't kick me down. Well, I'm down. You know what I mean. Give me a good rating. Yeah. So I know it's worth it. <laughs> but so, got any social media to plug? Yeah, at Carly Joe Gear, Twitter, Instagram. 
Oh, oh, TikTok. I was like, what's that other one? Yeah. <laughs> and you can find me on Instagram at Monday Night Rar. And lately I've been on fire with the memes, so you should follow me. Mm. Uh, Twitter, Jesse. You probably don't really want to follow me on there. Unless you like live tweeting shows like The Expanse mm-hmm. and really annoying political talk. Right. I was going to say, the gentleman yeah. who wanted you to keep politics out of the Degrassi group, do not follow Jesse if you are listening no. because you will be displeased. No. But yeah, you can follow me if you like that sort of shit. And you can follow us at a Social Disease across social media platforms. Thanks for listening. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. And once again, we're your hosts, Jesse Mack and Carly Joe Gear. And this has been a social disease podcast. Thanks for listening. <laughs>